Welcome to the Golden Square Podcast with your hosts, Linda Scott and Sherilyn Fisher. Are you ready? Because we're starting right now, only on Stunner Radio, the heart and soul of the culture. Hey! Hey, and hey to you too. I see you wearing black tonight. What's going on? It's that sexy night. Hey, it's that sexy Thursday, y'all. Come on in. Come on in. It's Oh, you know what? It goes along with our topic too. Because you know, black is sexy. That's what they say. And I must agree. I, I love I, it. I I, yeah, I didn't know you was going to be wearing black tonight, but it's a sexy Thursday night. So come on in. So how you been today? Good, good, good. Yep, eventful. Yeah, very eventful. What that means? Because I got a brand new six week old baby who don't want to do nothing but cry. Oh, so you've been blessed. Okay, it's a blessing. Well, I had a very, very, I had a very, very good day. Very good. It was busy, and I love to be busy. So, um, this makes the time time passes. Time passes. Right, right. So, but tonight we have a very, very good, well, we always say that we have a very good show because we always do. So tonight we're talking with um, Carol Reed and um, we will uh, be bringing her on in a minute so that you can start. Now, listen, we are here for you and Sherilyn and I always try to get subjects that will help our community. That's what it's all about good or bad and difference however you want to look at it but we're here to bring awareness to things that are going on that we probably say oh i didn't know that so with that being said absolutely with that being said we want to bring in um pastor carol reed well good evening ladies hey girl how are you I'm good. I'm good. Thank you guys so much for having me on the show. Well, thank you for accepting. Yes, yes. So let's get right into it because I just told Sherilyn we both have on black, so it's it's sexy Thursday. (laughs) So, um, yeah, let's bring it on. So why don't you tell our listeners and our viewers a little about yourself? Well, I am a minister uh, here in Houston. I've been in ministry for 28 years. Um, I'm also an event coordinator, uh, slash producer, manager, Um, but um, I I have a powerful testimony of what God brought me out of. I spent, uh, can you guys hear me? Yes, very well. I spent uh, 20 years as a prosecutor and a drug addict, um, wanting to kill myself, not wanting to live, and um, doing, doing everything that I was big and bad enough to do. You know, I I, I didn't want to live because I didn't know who I was. And so I lived, uh, you know, 20 20 years out on the streets um, trying to kill myself. And, um, you know, I had a fatal attraction in my life that tried to kill me uh, back in 1991. Ended up that my father killed him in front of me. Um, From from that to having two children that was drug babies, I used to be, uh, actually, I was the famous football player, Jim Brown's girlfriend in 1984. I don't know how many of you guys remember a case that he was in in uh, 1984 where Johnny Cochran was the lawyer. I was the girlfriend, and we were arrested. Of course, we were um, forgiven of all the charges because we didn't do it. And so I've been in the, I've been kind of in the, in the media and the limelight uh, all my life. You know, and uh, the devil wanted me to kill me. He didn't want me to know who I was, what my worth was. And so he made me feel less thin about myself. And so I really didn't even need the devil to try and kill me because he made it where I didn't want to live. And and the reason people don't want to live is when they don't know what their purpose is. When you don't know what your purpose is, then you'll do anything. And, And, you know, people talk about sin you know, you can get out whenever you want. And, and in some ways, that's not true because the devil will always makes sin look good. Right. He makes it look good and he'll take you further than you want to go and he'll keep you longer. Mm-hmm. And so only by the grace of God can I say right now that I'm alive because if it had not been for the Lord, I would be dead and, and I would not be alive to tell my story. But since I'm alive, I'm going to tell it. And I'm going to tell it to those the Lord has ordained me 
uh, to tell it to. So let me ask you a question: When was that crucial moment, that crucial point that you you wanted to get out? You wanted to you wanted to you knew your purpose. You wanted to find your life, find yourself. It, it wasn't so much that I wanted. You got to understand about predestination. The Bible says before we were formed in our mother's womb, he knew us and predestined us. So it's not really that you got a choice. It's just when when you decide to surrender. And so I I never wanted to live that life. What girl grows up and say, I want to be a prostitute. That's not on the, that wasn't one of the goals. You know, that wasn't, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't in the plan. But I can remember, I can remember having a conversation with God. I was, I was, I always at I was at the end of it and I can remember sitting in my in my house and I was crying, I was cussing the Lord out, and I kept on saying, Why am I here? God, why am I here? And the Lord said, That's a good question. Because I've always made myself available to you. So why are you there? Right. Because my, right. my, 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 my grace has always been sufficient. Right. And I heard this and the Lord said, I said, Lord, I don't know what I'm gonna do. He said, Well, guess what? I said, God, I want to check out. I want to check out. I don't want to do this no more. And he said, you know what? You can't leave here until you do what I say, so you might as well get comfortable. Hmm. All right. All right. And so you're comfortable. You're comfortable now. You know, no, he said, you can't, and I, I'm not comfortable because he keeps on saying new things to do. Okay. So that's the problem. The problem is every time he gives me assignment and I complete the assignment, he gives me another assignment. Well, that's, 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 hey, that's, hey, that's that comfort zone. I am comfortable. Now right. I'm ready to do whatever assignment that yeah. you have made and, out there for me. I, I'm ready for it. Right. And, and see, but the thing about it is what a people don't, a lot of people don't understand, they think just giving your life to the Lord changes everything, but that's not true. Because no. now the fight really begins because before right. you were not a threat to the devil. Now you're right. a threat to the right. devil. Absolutely. Now before half of the things that you were doing before you were saved, that was yourself. But now the devil's guy, he said, well, I didn't kill her. Now I gotta pull the rug. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take it through all kind of hell so that she will blaspheme God and get so mad at God that she don't want to testify. So in the midst of salvation, there's a testimony, then there's a testimony, and then there's a testimony. And so you're always gonna have a new testimony. Testimony, right? Because grace and mercy is new every day. So you should have a new testimony every day of overcoming because of the blood of Jesus. You're gonna always be tried. You're going to mm-hmm. always be tested. And the Bible says fight a good fight of faith. Mm. So let me ask you so this. Uh, yes. in, 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 in be, I know it's the, what was the storyline? See, I want to talk about the prostitutes. I want to kind of be in that area because, of course, we know we can go in certain areas in Houston and we can see that with these young ladies. How? Yeah, listen that. I, I didn't want to call the street because yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to send nobody over there. But you know, um, how do we, how do we reach, how do we reach them? Can we? Number one, you reach them by not being judgmental. That's right. That's yeah. one. You can't reach somebody. Let me let me let, uh, loan somebody a vial and give them a clue. Uh, they know that they prostitutes. They know that right. they drug addicts. They're not right. clueless about that. But people that are in sin want to know. When they see you, they don't want you to point out them. They want to tell you to tell them how jacked up you was right. and how it worked for you. You, right. right. So right. I tell my story. And mm-hmm. I can remember one time I was ministering and a young girl told me that she said, I have to apologize because I was worried about my little mess. Like I was going through something until I heard your story. Now, see, you really need Jesus. Right. You really needed Jesus. So what you do is you show how jacked up you are and show them, if God is able to save me, God is not a respecter person. He'll save you too. Right, right, right. He's right. no God. And, and, and what people's real questions are, is it real? Does it work? And will it last? Mm-hmm. Don't come tell me nothing. Oh, you, you, say that again. Say it again. We can't hear you. She just went. Can you hear me now? Oh, we can. Yes, yes. My phone is is connected to the car, so it's gonna go. Okay. So, I want to get from her um, anything that that we can get from to help these young ladies 
that are out there on Bissonnette. And I agree 100% with her about judging because I don't think that's what we should be doing. I don't think we should judge, period. Period. I mean, they already tell you don't judge anyone. So how can I judge you and I'm not living a perfect life? So I, I, when I see them young ladies, it's like, oh man, how can I touch her? How can I um, open her eyes a little bit? Now I've never been a prostitute. So that's why I want to ask um, Pastor Carol about that type of subject. How do we help? How do we go in from there? I, I think we all should, um, I, I know we pass these, these young ladies and we immediately throw out a judgment call. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that some of us say is, um, text her to come back when she can. Um, um, just, um, some of us say, where are they parents? That is the first thing that, that people say, where are the family? Where is the parents? How dare they allow her to, but we don't know the family. We don't even know the family is going through. How did she get here, you know, to be in that situation period? Because I see some beautiful young ladies out there. Oh my God. So then you see some that the street just has worn down, down. worn them down. So I can't wait till she come back on. Of course, she'll be back on. She's in her car. But um, I, I've I've followed and I've spoken with her quite a few times about her ministry, and she's all about uh, ministering to people who people don't want to ministry to. They they claim, oh yeah, well the church is open, come, but you haven't gone out there to retrieve those people to bring them into you and god called her to do that that's that's her calling between her and god i has have nothing to do with that so um oh look i I just see that's the devil that's the devil come on in here come on in here girl when i was coming up my mom used to feed any and everybody Everybody. Anybody who came in, and right. my dad used to always say, "Why are you letting them alcoholics in here? Why are you letting them drug addicts in here?" And my mom said, "Because I came here to them when they're hungry." Yeah. I, they don't, don't nobody want to live about God. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else. When, when they haven't eaten. Yeah. Yeah. You have to minister to the flesh, right? Before you can get Lit to, the, to heart. the heart. And yeah. I never knew what that meant because I was, I was young. Yeah, yeah I knew what that meant. So I, so I got, I got wrong. And uh, something else you guys was telling me is that as Christians, we only have one job. Mm. All that other stuff you do is just fluff. Mm. We only have one job: that's bring people, bring to, people Christ. to the Christ. And yeah. people in the church supposedly are already with Christ. You need to go out in the street. That's what she used to do. Right. You have right. to go out. You have to get out, get behind those walls, and go out and reach the people who who out there who really who really need Christ. If they're in the church nine times out of ten, they don't. You know, they, they know him. You need to go out and to the people who really don't know, really don't know Christ. But you 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 know what? It's it's not um and wait, wait, let me rephrase that. I don't want to think that we don't know Christ. It's just that um we haven't been taught these 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 ways of how God how God does, yeah, how he do what he do and why he does, you know, why he do what he do. So not so much that um, um, that we, we don't know. All of us know, know God. All of us have a, a reason of why I want to be in this membership or I want to be in that membership. So I, I just um, I just would like to know how our relationship with God goes with the, the flesh here today. Because um, the first thing I told you, and I, and I can't get past that, is that we're judging all the time. And you have to first remember that you are human. Having to restart it. Okay. So, um, all were born in sin. In sin. In sin. In sin. So, with that being said, who and why you feel you're greater than me and your sin is no is no different. A sin is a sin. A sin it's no big sin and it's no, no little sin. sin. So a sin is a sin. 
And, and when we stop for a moment and say, hey, let me help you, can I offer you um, a piece of bread? Can I offer you a, a new outfit? Can I offer you to comb your hair? Can I offer you these things? Hey, girl, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Can't hear you, though. Can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes. 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 So, okay. Um, the devil just, is a whole lie. He mad. He big mad. He big mad. That, that's, what we, that's what we just said as well. Yeah, so we, we were just saying um, that God called you to this particular ministry to um, to bring in the, the prostitutes. Okay, so let me just say this. If you had not been in those shoes, then you cannot tell me how to walk. One not at all. So not at all. That, it's not textbook. Is, it's yeah. not textbook. It's not right. textbook. It's right. life. It's a language. It's a posture. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're going out, you know, there's an old street, uh, old street saying, "Say game, recognize game." Right. People know when you've been there and you ain't been there. You can't. Right. If you can't, you might be able to talk it, but we can tell whether you walked it or not. Right. And, and, and one of the things that I get is that a common denominator with a lot of girls that I talk to, they say, when you speak, I know you've been there. Been there. It's, yeah. You're not making it up. You know, right. I can tell you, I, 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 I haven't forgotten how to do that. I just have chose not to do not that. Not to do that. That's it. Okay. It like it's, still, it's still there. It's still, right. I still remember every move. You know, sometimes I have to catch myself because, okay. you know, I be counting money. You know, yeah. especially when times get hard. You see, but there ain't no preacher gonna talk like that. They're not right. gonna tell you that sometimes I have to fight with my flesh when my pocket is low and I see somebody that I'm like, dang, he got some money in his pocket. Wait, hold up, here, bring it back, bring it back. Wow, wait a minute, hallelujah, wait. <laughs> it's a choice. It it's is a conscious a decision. It, yeah, it's a choice. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so when I go out and I talk to girls. They're, they're more apt to talk to me than they are somebody that's coming out with a Bible in their hand. You are the Bible. You don't need to hold a Bible in your hand. Right, right. You're anointed. When you walk in the room, the atmosphere should change. People should know something about you. When I walk into any room, people might say, I don't know who she is, but she's somebody. When I open up my mouth, it's a wrap. And that's not because of me, but that's because God preordained me to do it. He didn't bring me out of prostitution and drug addiction for me to say, oh, see what God did? No, he, he brought me out so I could have empathy. All right. That's right. That's All right. right. I can have empathy. Because sometimes if you don't know what you're doing, not saying the right thing, you can do more harm than good. Really good. Yeah. Right. And then, a lot of, and then a lot of people are not even ready and prepared to go out to the streets. I remember right. I went to South Africa one time. Amazing story. Went out to South Africa 2003, 2000, in 2003, beginning of 2004. I came out of the depression after I had my daughter. She was born with Down syndrome and it messed me up. And they sent me to South Africa to minister. God gave me visions and showed me people dropping and all this stuff. So I go to go minister at this church and the, and the pastor, the church is called Dur the, 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 the uh, Jesus Dome. It's in Durban, South Africa. Pastor is Pastor Nellie Roberts. So I'm, I'm, I'm ministering. She says, there's a madam. She said, the girls can't come out, but you can come in. I looked at her. I said, well, you know, if I come in, they're coming out. Okay. okay. And, so, and so we go into the, the, the parlor, mm -hmm. and they're standing in the room, and they're waiting. We, we, we pass by, and we go into the chaplain's office. We start praying. And the Holy Spirit tells me, you know you got anointing on you today. I go, yes, amen, thank you, Jesus. He said, if you know that if you go in that room, somebody going to get saved. I said, praise God. I'm, right. I'm on assignment, God. I'm ready for it. He right. said, he said, and then he says, you don't have permission to go in that room. I go, why? He says, where's the provisions? Yeah. I said, what you mean? He said, there's anointing on you right now. Yes, sir, I understand that. Hallelujah. Right. Thank you for anointing me. If you go in that room, somebody's going to get saved. Thank you, Jesus. What right. are you going to do with them? Wow. What are you going to do with them? So you're going to go in there with the anointing that's on you. They're going to get saved, and you're going to jump in your car and, get, and go home. 
Mm. He mm. said, if you leave them there where they are right now, they will be dead before the end of the night. You don't oh. have permission. So I get out, I get, I, I break up the prayer. I call, I, I tell the man of God, I say, I can't go in there. Right. I, say, God, I say, God won't give me uh, no, no permission to do so. He said, why should we the provisions? He calls Pastor Nellie Roberts. He says, the evangelist won't go into the room. She says, what's wrong? I said, what are we going to do with them? Right. What right. are we going to do with them? So See, we got preachers, you got preachers that want to go out and go out and, 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 and go, go out and preach, but you want to leave them there. Mm. You got to understand, the devil is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to kill them tonight. I'm going to make them lose their mind tonight. I'm going to make them commit a crime tonight. And mm. so I told the pastor, said, what you want to do? I said, what are we going to do with them? She said, how many girls? The guy says, 12. She said, give me, give me a few minutes. I'm going to call you right back. Five minutes passed. She called me back. She said, we opened up the retreat place. She said, what do you want, evangelist? I said, I want 12 Bibles, 12 gifts, and 12 women. Mm. She said, okay. And the Lord said, you got permission. And then the Lord says this. He says, when you go in there, don't say nothing. In your face, they're going to see me. So we go into the room, we get into a circle, we began to just look at them, we didn't say nothing. My team started crying, but all of the girls were fixed on me. They weren't fixed on nobody else in the room but me. And then I, and the Lord said, you got five minutes to tell your story, to tell your testimony. So I began to, to say, what if I told you I was a prostitute? And they were like horrified with the fact that I was a prostitute. They was like, mm -hmm. they, were like, they were begging me. They said, no, ma'am, not you. No, ma'am, not mm -hmm. you. And I mm -hmm. said, yes. I said, but what if I told you that you could leave with me today and I have a place set up for you to go and you never have to do this again. Where you go? Nine of them raised their hand. Okay. They got Ten minutes to go get your stuff. They ran back into the parlor where the madam was and, and, uh, and nine of them ran back. One stayed behind and she said this, she said, I must tell you this. I go, what? She said, it's nothing you said, but I saw Jesus in your face. They trusted me. And I made a way for them to have somewhere to go. Many of them are stuck because there's no alternative. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going to go out to the track, you need a house. Right. My, my desire is to have a five-bedroom house where I can bring in single women off the streets, some with their babies. Mm -hmm. But I can't. you can't do that if you ain't got nowhere to go. You want to preach them on Sunday, but you don't want to walk with them. Jesus walked with them. Right, right, right. He right. sat with them. He talked with them. He broke bread with them. He understood them. He said, I become all things to all men that somebody can say he don't sit there and judge them. Right, right. So what happened, happened to, what happened to the, th the other three? Because nine came with you, so what happened? The other three didn't come. We, we, we cried about one. We waited and waited, and she did. And let me tell you another thing God did. So we sat it out on the street. It's a thin street. Only one car can pass both ways, right? Mm -hmm. On the other side of the street were pimps standing on the other side of the street. And I, I had all my bling on I started pacing back and forth. My team was scared. They said, what are we going to do? God made an invisible wall in the middle of the street, and they couldn't cross the street. Mm. Every time they came across the street, it was like something pushed them back. back. And then the van pulled up, and all those girls got in the van. And on that Sunday morning, they came up on the pulpit with 22,000 people and stood up in front of the congregation. The church almost told the church up. When it, the, the, the pastor said, the prophet has gone to the point, and the point is called, is the red light district. It's Bissonette, okay, where people don't go. Right. God, dog, that dog on. Can't hear you. Can't hear you. Okay. All right. She's waiting on her. Uh, phone to connect phone back to connect in our car. Back. Okay, that is a powerful story. Yes, yes. I want to wait to the end of the story because I want to see where she took the the nine young ladies. What what happened to them? What happened to them? Yeah. Yes, I, I'm waiting for for the end of that. But um, that goes to show 
that he will put you in places that yeah. you would never expect to go. And yeah. right. yes, yeah. yes, continue, girl. We waiting. The devil mad. So my thing to people who want to be up in their nice fancy churches, but they don't really want to go to the go to the streets. God gonna judge your church. Mm. Mm. He gonna okay. judge your church. He gonna judge your church. Nobody, okay. nobody want to hear from a real prophet. Because a real prophet comes as a sign of warning. Either you go and be about God's business or stop the shenanigans. Okay. See, there are some questions I have about um, prophets and um, all of those things. But we'll, we'll get on that on another okay. subject. Because I want to, yeah, I want to, I want everybody to know the, the business that you're in and saving our children's lives. Not only the the prostitutes out there, that you, you got the, the young men as well yeah. as... Yeah. Um, you know, you, yes. you're always holding some type of rap contest or, you yes. know, so tell, tell us about that. But yeah, it, it was really strange because when I went through my divorce, um, the Lord saw, told me, he said, do showcase. I said, God, you got me out here looking like I'm like I'm backslid. He said, do what I said, do who you serve. He said, I got he said, don't worry about it. All things work together. OK, I know how it look. I know how you feel, but I just need you to reach my sons and see I'm a I'm a different. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a soft lady, but I'm a hard lady. And, and young men respond to me. I raised four, four boys and one girl. And I have a way with young men. Young men love me. We sit down and we kick it and I'm, I'm raw and I'm uncut. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the man be pamby Christian. I'm not the one that's just going to give you a bunch of scriptures. I'm going to talk right. real, real talk. That they can street, understand. Right, they right. the understand. Yeah. I'm gonna get up in their face and they love it. I've right. got sons right now, and this is this ain't this ain't no bragging. But if I put SOS 911 on my phone, my messenger videos going off with brothers with guns. Okay, because they love me. They okay. love me. They love me. And 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 you know, I'm not, it's just it's the fact. You know, okay. I, I have young brothers that are laying down for me. All right, so let me ask you this: Tell them how do they get involved with you and the um, the the rapping well, contest? Every year, I do a five show, eighty artists, twenty finalists, three winner event. I create platforms. I work with all of the different labels. I work with Empire, Others Records, uh, Lashawn Jackson, Didi Reader. I work with Patrick Rodriguez of Track House, uh, uh, Peter Allen, ninety five three gems. Brittany Banks, Upscale Talent, Nina Nims, Cat TV, Cam CEO, just a slew of people that are in the industry. So what I do is I work with amateur artists specifically. And the reason right. why I work with amateur artists is because they still have longevity and they have a voice that can go further. And so somebody's got to tell them, what are you saying with your words? Do you know that your words have power, power. and you will be held accountable for your words? And so while you rapping about guns and drugs, you turning somebody else's baby out and you're going to be held accountable for everybody right. who dies right. because of you. Right, right. And so right. my ministry is check yourself in your words. And so I create a platform. I have a captivated audience. I can have a church service because they want to perform. So they're going to listen to me because they want to get that mic in their hand. And right. so it's like not letting the left hand know what the right hand's doing. If the music and rap is going to get you in the room and I can be able to talk to you, then I'm going to use this platform. Right, right. right. Well, I attended not one, but a few of your, um, and then I just, uh, your, your competition. And um, I just attended, was that last Saturday? I believe? That Murder the Mic, yeah. That, that last Saturday. And when I walked in, I was like, okay, these are these are children. These are children. What what what's what's going on? What's going on? I love them. I but, love the kids. And, and yes. they were in there, and they were plentiful. I, they they were in there, and I, I heard some some talent. I saw some talent, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, sit back, Linda. Not that I judged none of them, because mm -hmm. I listened to every one of them, and being able to spot some things, I said, okay. So give me next, because he wasn't it. Okay, so give me that. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So you had some great talent in there, and I was glad to see Peter and uh, a few others. But um, I think that's a that's a good 
good place to start because we forget sometimes that we were young. Yeah. And by us being young, who helped us get to where yeah. we were? Elders teach the younger. The Bible yeah. clearly says we think that's only in the confinements of a church building. No, it's not. No, no. It's everyday life. They they sit there and they listen to me. When I speak, they listen. They and they call, do. You would be surprised how many of those artists call me if they in jail. They call me if they if they troubled about something. That they say, Miss Kira, I just need to talk to somebody. How do I reach them if I don't create a platform, platform for them for where them. I, they can trust my words? Right, right. Right. And, so and I, I, I believe they, they do trust you. I, I experienced that more than once. Yeah. Absolutely. Look at those young guys. Yeah. The admiration, and then when you were giving them feedback on that, yes, reply, they were glued, glued to, to you. your word, glued, glued to your word. Yes, yes. Awesome. You're, you're yes. only going to be remembered for the people that you poured in or the people that you took from. Mm. And so we have, we're going to be held accountable. God, God, and it's, it's a non-conventional ministry. Mm. I'm a non-conventional preacher. Mm. Okay, I'm unapologetic about it, but the church ain't doing it. Okay. They're okay. not doing it. And they, they ain't got to like it. Okay. They don't got to like it. Because somebody's got to do it. So Somebody. we'll say, we'll, we'll, well, I would say, um, I can't put a, a number, but there are some churches that are not doing a lot of things that we know can be done or should be done. So I, I won't say all the churches are not, not doing all, but, yeah, you yeah, got, but you got a lot of these churches this this is the problem that I have. And I, I'm a pastor. You will not give me time unless I buy into your mentorship program. Mm. Mm. I got a problem with that. Okay. You're doing your girls' clicks and pretty girl doing the, doing the weekend, but can't nobody call you for no real help. But I mm. sold my ties into your church. Mm. But I can't call you for nothing. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. We got to take a commercial because that right there, I'll be saying all the time, we'll be right back, be right back. Okay. and give us just a few seconds. And Miss Carol, I, you touching something that I want. So we'll be back. Be right, be right back. Okay. If you're looking for custom handcrafted fashion jewelry that makes a statement, look no further than Linda S. Jewelry 1426. We specialize in quality pieces fit for any occasion. Follow us on Facebook at Linda S. Jewelry 1426 to view our inventory or to make a purchase. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. Hey, we're back. We're back. So, Carol, please continue about the tithing. And I can't do this and I can't call you and this and this. Right, but you won't. Oh, look at that. Ah, stop. Feed all the tides into the storehouse so there might be meat in my house. So we bring the tides into the storehouse. You got to understand why God made the church. We were never made to go to the, supposed to go to the government for anything. Right. The church is supposed to be the hospital, the school, the lawyer, all of that. Right. Yeah. But I give you my tithes and my and I believe in tithing enough, and I believe it's a biblical principle. But I can't come to you for nothing, but you get my tithes. Right, right. And I got I, I got I, I to get an appointment just to talk to you. And you're not a big old mega church, but I can't even talk to you one-on-one -on -one unless I, I buy into your mentorship program. But I've been giving tithes to your church. Y'all been on a building program for 20 years. I ain't seen a new building yet. <laughs> Okay, oh my God. so I'm, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling it's you. The truth. I, I, I'm feeling it's, you. It's the truth. It is. It is. I have seen. Um, I, I have seen a few people say, "Oh, I need this. I need that." I'm so, so what church do you attend? Yeah, and, and you can't even get a biscuit. I can't get right. a biscuit. When I, when but you give me that little cup to take that bread in that body, but I can't, I can't call you for nothing. The Bible says, "Send for the elders." You can't, and I can't see it for nobody. So y'all done, we done went way away from scripture. Yeah. And now it's self-indulging and you got pastors that are idols. Uh -huh. And then people have made them into idols because
like them and sit and emulate Christ. That's it. The Bible says, follow me as I follow Christ. What example are you giving me? I can't come to you. You can't even get a pastor to bury you. Right. They'll marry you, but they'll put a cost on it. Right. I got a problem with it. And I pray that they're listening. Because despite popular opinion, Jesus is coming to judge the church first. Right. Period. When we talk about all the Jesus is gonna be the rapture and, and, and all the sinners gonna be left behind. Now some of y'all niggas gonna be left behind too. Don't stop playing with me. Oh, you know, as I was saying earlier, when you was going through what everybody's supposed to be doing, because these people that who who have approached me with with some stuff, and I said to them again, um, "What church do you attend? Why don't you go to your church and get?" Because they can't. But but hold on, do you pay tithes? When they say yes, well then you supposed to go to your church. Right. Your about to get cut off, and you got all these people attending this church and you can't get $200 for a light bill? So what no. you saying? A quarter of... For, yeah, and you telling me every time I come to church, I'll be here for you. You know we're here for you, but I can't call you for nothing. You're a liar. And you just sit your church, your mantle down because you are you are, you are, you are, you are an insult to the Holy Spirit. Well, well, I'm going to invite you people who are not you people, but the viewers and, your, and the listeners to two churches. If you're in Florida, Mount Belton and Fort Lauderdale. If you're here in Houston, I'm going to bring you over to the Fort Bend Church. Where now the Fort, I love the Fort Bend Church. I used to attend Fort Bend. I love, I love the Fort Bend Church. Yes. Another good church is I Encounter, Pastor Chris Affair McKinley, and I love him. He and his wife Denicia. They're wonderful pastors. I'm not going to name other churches because. Right. Right. I'm well, a, hey, I, I, this is our show. We're gonna name. I'll be like this. Message. If y'all see me, if y'all see me promoting another church, and I'm not there no more, that's why. Okay. Just go okay, down my timeline. So. Just go down my timeline. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. Because so. I don't, I don't play about it. See, because I believe in real ministry. I believe when somebody calls you and they're in need, and God tells them to call you, you are supposed to respond. Mm. Period. If God put that person on the, and say, call this person, they're going to have what you need. Because God ordained you to be there for that person. How dare we say that I'm not going to be inconvenienced for ministry? Then you should not have signed up. Period. Because you're going to die to yourself for the people. Okay? Matter of fact, your spiritual children are more important than your biological kids. Ah, you're and you say, Pastor Carol, Carol ain't playing with nobody. I'm not, and I don't care. I, I really don't care because I've I've seen it from both sides. I've seen it as being a pastor and having to, and I don't even find it inconvenience. I love people. I if somebody, I, I'll tell anybody. Anybody that knows me says knows that I. If I say you can call me any hour of the day or night, I mean that. If you say I need somebody to come to the hospital. I'm coming as Darlette Bailey. She called me one time about her sister. I was at the hospital the next day. Okay? Not sending somebody else but myself. If I got it and somebody's in need, I'm, if I got it, you getting it. Period. We, we lay our lives down for the gospel. That's, about, that's what you call being about our father's business. Not the cute girl on Sunday. No, that's not, no. So once you in the choir, so so once you know how to take the offer, so once you a greeter at the front door, who you greeting out in the streets? That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I have a problem with me. I, uh, but you know what? Ain't nobody going to call me because they, they don't want none of this. They don't want none of this smoke. They don't want none of this smoke. They don't want none of this smoke because I'm going to go I'm a go there. Sugar going to show up. Sugar going to show up. Okay. See, because my flesh is going to hell, my my soul is going to heaven, but my flesh is going to hell, and I have a saying: people don't like it. I can either lay hands on you or lay hands on you. Which one you want it to be? Okay. Uh, repeat that one for me one more time. Either I can lay hands on you in prayer, or I can lay hands on you. Which one? It's your choice. It's, your it's choice. up to you. What? It's up to you. But I'm not, not going to deal with. I'm not going to sit under a ministry and and and, and, and okay foolishness 
Okay, I'm not going to, uh, okay, foolishness, and I see people hurting that I know that goes to these churches, and I'm like, why are they posting this? Why aren't their pastors there for them? Right, right. Why are you submitting to leadership that will not submit to you? We are called to submit to one another. See, now I'm going to go back to my to my church because I haven't. Well, yeah, even here, um, my church in Fort Lauderdale. Now, when, when I went through my little battle, it's not a little battle. When, when my daughter was killed, I called my assistant pastor and I called my pastor. And both of them were there before I probably could drop the next tier right there. And, and that the as it should be. And, and, and if and you can't come, send an elder. Yeah, I, called, yeah. I called this church and I pray they own this line. I'm saving this on my page. I, my daughter went through an episode where she had lost her mind. She had a bad dream and could not snap back out. I got a daughter that's 20 years old, that's Down syndrome with an intellectual disability. She has no verbal skills. And I called these pastors, text these pastors to tell them that my, my, my daughter and I needed somebody to come and touch and agree. I was frazzled. I had never experienced anything. And yes, I'm a woman of God. But even as men and women of God, we get right. weak sometimes. Right. Even right. as women, men and women of God, we need somebody. Ask Moses. Joshua and Caleb held his hands up. He only won the battle every time they held his hands up. So even pastors need somebody to hold their hands up. And I was, I was waiting for somebody to say, where are you? We're going to send somebody there. The, the broad, because I'm not going to even call her pastor, the broad had the nerves to tell me, uh, get into your prophetess mode. I'm, I'm uh, at, at the airport. Her response should be, Sister Reed, I'm not available, but I'm about to call one of the elders, and they're going to contact you right away. Sister, I'm praying for you. You're not alone. And we're going to get, if I don't care what we got to do, we're going to get somebody to you. But that yeah. was not the response. And I went two weeks without anybody. I finally sent a letter and said, you need to sit your mantle down. Oh, okay. Because you're not for the people. You're not about that life. You're about the persona of it. You want to give a prophetic word to people. But Jesus walked, talked, and healed people. He Jesus, sat right. with them. Right. And if he couldn't go, he sent the word. But he sent somebody. Stop right. playing with the people because you're trying to build. you the best church. This is the best our church under heaven. Stop lying. <laughs> Stop lying. Telling people, oh, we got the best church under heaven. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. That's your delusions. You're delusional. Okay? And they, ain't nobody got to like it. So I'm going to keep on saying the same thing. And I pray that whoever watched this that's from there, tag them in it. Tag them in it. Because yeah. I'm not playing about my God. God brought me too far from a far place, and I make myself available to too many people for me to watch people who want to get cute and, and, and be a trend, a trending topic. You know what I'm saying? But you're not really helping nobody. You're not helping nobody. You want to go through a service with a bunch of show devils, and they hopping, hollering, and screaming about deliverance, but when a normal person needs, to, needs you to come by their bedside, you're not available. Well, I can just say that, um, that that Sherilyn and I are about helping our community. And as we stated um, coming on uh, the first part of the, the show, that we want to bring the people who can help the people in our community, not just our community here in, in Texas, but in the world. So this right. word has to go out and go forth further than just right here in this room. Right. So, um, That's why we're working on my movie project, the, the TV series. We're working on it. Y'all prayed for me. I've been believing for this thing for 26 years. God told me he was going to do it. And, you know, sometimes everybody want to, uh, you know, everybody go to church and say, Pastor, give me a word. Give me a word. I got one word. I'm standing. One word. Okay. Wait, what's that? With, hold on to that one word because we got to take one more break and we'll be right. Hold that one word. We're coming right back. We'll okay, right gotcha. Back. 
If you live in Houston and surrounding areas and are in need of quality child care, contact Cuckoo's Treasures today. We provide professional child care in a caring and nurturing environment. Do you work second or third shift or don't have a typical schedule? Cuckoo's Treasures can assist you. We're open 24 hours and some weekends. Give us a call today at 346-313-9064. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. Okay, thanks for coming okay, back. Oh, thank you. So, like everybody, now what's that one? Come on, give me that one. Give me that one. You done made me forget what I was saying. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Um, I, I forgot what I was saying. But we need to we need to really put keep ourselves in a place where we're humble and that we're really about God's business. Yeah. You know, um, I believe in community. I'm just not the the um, traditional way to reach people. I believe in church. I believe in the fellowship and coming together in unity. But I also believe in one touch. Okay, right. I believe in one touch. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've had so many young people uh, say, you spoke to my soul. I only met you for a minute, but right. I'll never forget you for the rest of my life. What yeah. happened to that? that? That was that one minute. That what was happened? That yes. Just that one touch. You know, yeah. I, I get young people call me all the time for, like, I'm working on uh, a show I have Saturday. I'm, I'm doing two things on Saturday. I'm doing a heart-to-heart conversation. The Bible says elder women teach the younger women, but what happened to that? We just right. run it out here, letting them do whatever they want to do, and we're not talking into their lives. And, yeah. and, and God's going to hold us accountable because he didn't give you wisdom. He said freely receive, freely give, yeah. okay? But you want to put a price on it when you want to be used by God. You want to say this is what it costs. Mm-hmm. The Bible mm-hmm. says that your your gift will make room for you. So if you call by God and you do what God called you to do, you don't have to worry about nothing because the Bible says you'll never see the children of God begging for bread. So you don't mm-hmm. got to worry about just stay in your in your lane and do what God called you to do. So on Saturday, this Saturday, I'm doing a women's conversation. It's not a church service. We ain't going. We ain't doing none of that. Okay, we're gonna sit down. We're gonna have a talk. We're gonna talk about things that matter. We're going to talk about things that need to be said. And, and, and whatever God wants to do, that's what's going to happen. It's not no big old service where we – and, yes, we're supposed to come into God's presence with thanksgiving and prayer. But we got to come also and just have a common – Jesus just sat down and talked. Right, right. right. There wasn't a choir. Right, right. right. There wasn't an offering basket. There wasn't None of that. He didn't do none of that. He walked, he talked, he sat down, and he conversed. That's it. And we have gotten away from just a basic conversation where people can feel comfortable about asking questions about things that nobody is answering for them. But you know what, um, Pastor Carol, this is the whole concept. Um, thanks to Lisa Denae. Um, and this, this is what Cheryl and I do on a regular basis, because as we stated, we don't judge that there's a way that you could talk to a, a boy or a girl about whatever it is that we want to try to change wow. in their lives. And it is the communication. It is us now who are the elders. Mm-hmm. So right. if we can't say to you, um, okay, well, Linda, close your top a little bit. You know, so if we can't yeah. speak to you and not speak at you, then there right. is a problem. There is a, a big problem. problem. Such a, a grand problem. So I want to always feel like I can talk with right. any any of let's, them. Let's just have because, a let's just kick it. Let's just yeah, kick it and be vulnerable. That's where respect come in from because once those kids find out that well the organization that I'm working with um y'all is killing me because I'm enjoying what I'm doing but I get opportunity to to talk to men Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. And okay. when I finish with them and I see the smile that's on their face that company can't pay me. They can't right. pay me because they can't right. afford what I am just getting. Right. God has put right. so much in my heart, and I, I, I get a chance to talk with them. Right. And I'm enjoying every moment, and that's what it takes. And, and I had to accept that um, I am an elder now. Mm-hmm. Right. right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big mom. I'm a big mom. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, so I'm feeling it. I just turned 61 May 2nd, so I'm feeling it right now. That was the whole purpose of the podcast, podcast for us. Yes. Because we had so many young ladies coming to us and asking us for advice. 
And like I said, you know, Linda, when we talk to somebody one on one, we happen at one person. Right. So if we do the podcast and we get subject matter, right. matters. That matters. Subject that matters. Yeah. Stuff that people yeah. need to hear. Right. We can yeah. educate uh, people with. And, right. Uh, I, I and we're, we're learning as well. We're, we're, we're learning right. as well. You know because what I found out? I found out a lot of times, and I tell people all this time, whenever I have a girl that's going through trouble, I say, why don't you call somebody and pray for them? Because in the midst of you praying for them, you're going to have an answer for yourself. Answer for yourself. Answer for yourself. That's right. Because the word greater is he that is in me. Everything you need, everything you're struggling with, everything that's just coming in your future is on the inside of you. Your answer is in you, but sometimes we don't open our mouths and we don't hear it. Sometimes yeah. I'll be preaching somewhere and I'll be I'll be I'll be saying something. I'll be like, hold up, y'all, that wasn't for you. That was for me. Was so for let me, me let me write right. that right. let me write that down because that was for me. That wasn't for y'all, you know. And so we just gotta we gotta keep up dialogue. You know, it's important to be transparent. You know, and and I, I I'm I'm never ever gonna allow anybody or anyone any I don't care who they are, what title they got. To ever put me in a in a place where my mouth is muzzled, right. I never had a voice when I was a drug addict and a prostitute, and it took me out to the streets. Y'all right. Negroes ain't put me. We ain't doing that. I'm gonna use my voice whether a person likes it or not, because Absolutely. I found out if I if I be quiet, it's detrimental to Mental me. To me, that's right. it. Right. That's it. Yeah, my life and death is in the power of yeah. your tongue. Yes, he said, believe in your heart, but confess with yes. your mouth. That's right. it. So That's if it. I'm not, if I let anybody muzzle me, and I'm a, I'm a prophet, I am a prophet, I, I I didn't ask for the gift, and and anytime I'm in a in a situation where I can't say what God tells me to say, it's a problem. It's a problem. Okay. It's a problem because you don't want to hear the truth. Right. People don't want to hear the truth. They wanted to sugarcoat it, water it down, man, prepare me, and I have a saying: if it quack like a duck, it's a duck, and you better tell it. How are you gonna set somebody free, and you won't even be able to tell them that you discern what spirit they're operating in? Okay, girl, this mm -hmm. has been so great. So powerful. And um, thank you. Some things that you have said, it was for me. Some things I've said to myself, it really is for me because I do truly believe in. Um, speaking it, it's coming out so you can take it however you want to take it but this directed at this yeah. this point right here so that's what um, the lord always tell me he says he always tell me secure whatever you do keep talking yeah keep talking yeah, yeah. keep speaking somebody needs to hear and half the times while speaking i don't even know what i'm gonna say until it's said Girl, that's me. That's it. That's it. That's, and I cannot. That's write the Holy Spirit. Down. That's the Holy okay, Spirit. Okay. When you yield yourself, the Holy yeah. Spirit uses you as a vessel, and He speaks through you. Mm. People be saying, "I don't know how you knew that. I don't know how I knew it either." Oh, Take it up with the Lord. Either. And then you know, you come I just, I'm now, speaking. Now what you said? Oh, I don't know. What What did I say, yo? I don't know. The best so, advice you can give is when you give it in, in, the, the, in the moment. In the moment. Amen. Every time I write a message, God always take me off script. I know, yeah. right? That's, and that's, that's why I have a problem with people that have churches that try to control the Holy Ghost. Y'all too busy having a program. Jesus ain't nowhere in the building. But everybody yeah. hooping and hollering and, and yeah, and hallelujah. And Jesus ain't nowhere there. He's not even there. He's not there. Girl. Well, I tell you. Left the building. I'm sorry. Girl, this has been so real. And this Thank is you. this is who we are. This is what we um intend for the podcast to reach millions and saying Amen. exactly what needs to be said, whether you like it or you don't. Right. But we're here. We're here to give our views. Again, we are the elders, and I'm still scratching my head on the elder part. But yeah. we are. I got the gray up there to show it. So. Girl, I didn't. I didn't stop coloring mine. Just let it come out. <laughs> Carol, tell us how we can. Someone want to contact you? Uh, you can go to. Um, uh, you can call me directly. I take phone calls all day, every day. 281-889-3124. On Facebook, I am Carol Moses Reed. 
or you can go if you want, are interested in getting on one of my shows. I'm always creating something. Go to EWOEvents.com. That's EWOEvents.com. EWO stands for Eyes Wide Open because every time God let me do something, it opens people's eyes. And so, um, yeah, that's how you can contact me. But uh, no foolery because I check people. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying I do. Okay, okay. Well, Queen uh, uh, Danae say you are a powerful woman. Hey, Miss Danae. <laughs> <laughs> and, Thank and you. There, there are others who are in agreeing. There's others that who are not. But for you doing what God say do, that's all that counts. That's all that counts. See, listen to this right here. Mm-hmm. So stay yeah, in your life. Yeah. So stay in your life. Uh, and don't it, and that's the problem is we so focused on other people's lives that we can't be effective in our lane. That's that's right, true. That's right. True. That's right. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. We're gonna stay in our lane because that's the podcast. Um, the golden square. We're gonna stay in the square. It ain't even round, it's square. So we're gonna stay in the square and um enjoy what God has put. Amen. Of us and, and bring the people that he has assigned to be on this podcast. Now, let me say this before we go. I never thought that we would last this long. And we in September of last year. And every year, every year, every week, Thursday, we've been here like clockwork. She is Pastor Reed. She is Pastor Reed is so powerful in the Lord. Her voice can speak to find out the fire. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, yes. So that's, I just have um, to be authentically me because if I don't, God's gonna hold me accountable for it. And I just I I've gotten to a place where I'm too old to pretend because to please people. I, I can't do it. I won't do it. I will not do it. Hate me, call me names. I call myself more names than people will ever call me. Say, I'll be that. I'll give you a chandelier. Yes. I will. And I don't care. I don't care. Let me ask you this. How did we start doing that? Because, oh, she don't went. Can you hear me? Look at she eating. Can you hear me? You can't hear me. Can't hear you. I want to know because I call myself names as well. I can't hear you. Okay, done. Okay, so anyway, it's um, it's that time of the evening. But like she was just saying, she called herself more names. I call myself more names. Every time you turn around, I didn't know. Yeah, oh, Lisa Denae says, I didn't I know. know. I yeah. Both of y'all have so much to say and need to be heard. You two are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. So I'm just, um, I'm at odd. I enjoyed today. I enjoyed it. I knew this was going to be a dynamic podcast from when I was at your show the other day. I don't know if you've seen me. I was just staring at Justin. This woman is amazing. Yeah. And I love that the kids loved her. Right. So I'm Saturday. Oh, I can't. We can't hear you. And I want to talk tell us about Saturday. Hurry before we go. Can you hear me? Can yes. you hear me now? Okay. Yes. Okay, what's going on so on tell us what's going on Saturday. Saturday, we have Heart to Heart. It starts at 430, Destiny Event Center, 1622, Staffordshire in Stafford, Texas. Right after that, we have It's a Vibe. It's a fashion forward event. That is going to be a, fa- a play about a fashion show. I have all these young people who are amateur artists, singers, rappers, dancers. My youngest one is four years old. And God just allows me to create these shows. And so we're doing two events in one day. It's my birthday celebration. So the Girls Talk Heart to Heart starts at 430. One ticket to events, $25 at the door. Okay. 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 So can they get tickets in advance? Tomorrow they can Friday. they can reach me. They can reach me and they can buy them through Cash App, dollar sign one within me. Cash App, dollar sign one within me. If you go on my Facebook, Carol Moses Reed, you'll see the flyers. You'll see heart to heart. You'll see it's a vibe, and and all of the information is on there. And you can get a ticket or you can just show up. Once again, it's going to be at Destiny Event Center. 1622 Staffordshire Road 
in Stafford, Texas, 77477. The the heart to heart is from 430 to 6. It's only a short period of time. And then the fashion show play starts at 630. Okay, it sounds great. So, so if you don't have anything to do now, you have something to do and some place to go on Saturday afternoon. So we are so grateful that you Thank were here you. with us and, and you pulled in to us and our viewers. So we, we appreciate everything. The clock on the wall says it's time for us to go. It's time for us Thank to go. Thank you so we much for having to. me, you guys. Thank, Thank you me. so much for being Thank our for guest. Dynamic show. Yes. So God bless. You guys have a wonderful night, ladies. Thank okay, you, so you do you the do. same. God bless. Same. Thank you. So, um, everybody, it's 8 o'clock. The 8 o'clock rolled around roll. so fast, but um, thank you all for being here with us. And again, like I said earlier, we didn't know Thanks we was going to be here this last. Yes, yes. So keep coming, keep showing. And we already know next week is going to be Shahida Tucker. Did I say Shahida? Sharita. Sharita Tucker Sharita out of Tucker. Oklahoma. And she's going to talk to us about a subject that's really touching. So We'll put so, more out about that. So join, see you next join us next, next week, next Thursday. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Talk to you then. Talk to you later. Good night. Good night.